Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. What I want to do today is I want to bring you over to the book of 1 Corinthians. The book of 1 Corinthians chapter number 1 verse number 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2. And I want to ask you the following question. Where is the church? Where is the church? You know, we live in a day and time that that is increasingly, uh, how can we say it, crazy? (laughs) We live in a a world that that just seems to be plunging headlong into darkness. Um, The voices that, that are rising up in our society and our culture and across the world are overwhelmingly from the side of sin and the side of the enemy. And it seems as if the voice of the church continually is silenced. And this can be a scary time for us as the church. And so where is the church in our day? You, you know, you, you hardly ever hear church leaders standing up anymore. You hardly ever hear church leaders uh, on the national news or or national um, audiences speaking the truth. Why? Because it's it's almost dangerous to do so today and to do so could could mean a loss of everything. And and so by and large, the, the voice of the church in our day has become silent. Where is the church. I'm reminded today of a story that I heard of a young lady and her husband who were from Iran, both Christians, and they they were immigrants from Iran to the United States. They got here and uh, they had been here in Iran in, in the United States for some time. Coming from Iran, they were in a place where they were heavily persecuted for their Christian faith, and of course, having to meet in secret and those things. Uh, so when they got here to America, immediately they started to attend the church. They were very excited because now they get to worship in freedom. And after about three months of being here in the United States, the wife went to her husband and she said, "I want to go back to Iran." The husband could not believe the request. I mean, after all, this is what they had waited for for so long, just to get to America so they could worship in freedom. And so the husband looked at his wife and he said, I don't understand. We've waited so long to get here to America, and now you want to go back to Iran. What's the deal? What's the issue? What's going on? And this wife said to her husband the following words, There is a satanic lullaby that is being sung in the church in America. And I'm getting sleepy. Friends, that is a horrifying statement. And it has so much truth to it. Because not only is the church silent to the world, and not only has the church become increasingly suppressed and and their voice, our voice suppressed, but but it seems as if we've just grown complacent and tolerant. And it's not necessarily that, that our voice isn't heard, it's that we just aren't even speaking up. So where is the church? I'm reminded of a poem that was once written on this topic, and, and it goes like this. Deviant culture, where is the church? Lawlessness, where is the church? 
Homelessness, where is the church? Teenage pregnancy, where is the church? Orphans, where is the church? Poverty, where is the church? Suicide, where is the church? Abortion, where is the church? Social justice, where is the church? Addiction, where is the church? Divorce, where is the church? Sexual immorality, where is the church? Pain, where is the church? Immigration, where is the church? Politics, where is the church? Love, where is the church? One Christian preacher said it like this. He said, today, too many evangelical Christians in America no longer even remotely or resemble the courageous Christians described in the book of Acts who lived out their faith in Christ and were willing to die for Him. We've surrendered the moral high ground to immoral lowlifes and developed a collective case of unexplainable laryngitis due to years of laziness, lethargy, and indifference where we can no longer sing, stand up, stand up for Jesus. Instead, we whisper quietly so no one can hear. Where's the church? Paul writes in 1 Corinthians to a church that he is fearful that if, if, if something doesn't happen inside of this church, that this church is going to lose their voice as well. You know, Paul had had a hand in planting the church at Corinth, but now this church in Corinth is, is fighting some major issues, some major problems. And, and because of all the problems they're facing, Paul knows that unless something happens, unless somebody gets a hold of this young church, that their voice may grow silent because they're so busy fighting each other inside that they can't fight what's going on outside. Just, just listen to the list of problems that's taking place in the church at Corinth. If you just read through the church at Corinth, you'll find these problems. Chapter 1, there's division. Chapter 3, there's a lack of spiritual growth. Chapter 5, lewd sexual immorality. Chapter 6, lawsuits amongst believers. Chapter 7, we find marital problems. Chapter 8, there's food being offered to idols. Chapter 10, there's a debate about liberty or license. Liberty in Christ versus license to sin. Chapter 11, there's people getting drunk at the Lord's Supper. Chapter 12, there's a debate over the roles and the functions and the giftedness inside the church. Chapter 13, Paul speaks of a lack of love. Chapter 14, there's, there's all kinds of things going on with the order in worship services. Chapter 15, there were even people who did not believe in the resurrection. Do not miss the point. As I said a moment ago, with so many battles inward, they had little time to focus outward. And friends, listen, the enemy never grows weary of his schemes. As a matter of fact, I believe the reason the church has grown so silent today is because we are so sick inwardly that we have little to no time to focus outwardly. Just, just think about all the things that take place in a church in the church today. Today, in the church of America, there's a famine of the Word of God. You know, guys like Pastor Ryan who stand on the Word of God, that's, that's few and far between church. You, you don't see that much. Praise God for your pastor. There's a famine of the Word of God. 
Today we see me-centered worship and preaching. It all funnels back to me. The, the, the gifts and the spirit, uh, the gifts of the spirit are rarely experienced anymore. Prayer services are empty. Church-wide ministry has been replaced by a pastor-only mentality. The church today, hardly any testimonials are given, and there's no expectation for God to move. With such an unhealthy church, it's no wonder that people on the outside of our doors are asking the question, where is the church? And the Apostle Paul, he was horrified at the thought of an unhealthy church. He was horrified at the thought of a weak church. So right here in 1 Corinthians 1, Paul gives us this verse that reminds us of three specific things. What we are, where we are, and why we are. He says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2, to God's church at Corinth. To those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called as saints with all those in every place who call on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ our Lord, both their Lord and ours. Paul gives this one verse. And in this one verse, he gives three reminders to the church that would have immediately caught their attention. I've just given them to you. What you are, where you are, and why you are. He's given them three reminders that, that immediately catches their attention. And I pray this morning they catch your attention as well because I think if we could just remember these three things, the church would be silent no more. 